Hello! Welcome to the fifth episode of Let's Talk About This Calmly. Let's go. Here I am, it's Brandon, it's Leangi, back with another one. Getting ready to talk to you guys about things, you know what I'm saying? Big fact, and um, thanks for the love on episode four, guys. I mean, yeah, that was a lot, that was... That was very fast. Those listens came really quickly. It was it was the most effortless listens we've ever got because we didn't have to hound y'all niggas down. That's a fact. I didn't have to DM <laughs> nobody. I didn't have to like press my coworkers. I ain't had to bring the strap out. So I, it, it's a good week. You feel Less me? people were held at gunpoint this one. That this ass. One. And we appreciate it because we didn't have to stress a lot. My Thule didn't come out the exactly. closet. But just know we still got him though. We still got him. <laughs> just in case. You want to act up. So y'all better um, listen to this one. Send it to your friends. Send it to your aunties, your uncles, your cousins. Exactly. And Lil TT too. Mm-hmm. This episode's going to be more focused on like television. Just because I feel like we've had a big week of like just watching TV and like new things that have come out on Netflix. Um, one of those things being that Aaron Hernandez documentary that the whole internet's been talking about. Word. It's been one of the most interesting things I've seen in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to get into that, Brandon? Brandon saw it by, his, yeah. by himself. Yeah, I mean, I, I usually don't watch anything other than like Especially American anything I recommend him. That's a fact because um, I don't be having time, man. You know, I'm a busy man. I, I, I'll be around. You know, I have a job. Okay, we I'm all have jobless. jobs. <laughs> what the fuck? Unlike you, bum ass niggas, get your money up. You're so crazy. Um, kidding. Anyway, what you call it? Yeah, but I saw this shit and like, usually like I'll start something and then I'm like I'll watch the rest tomorrow or some shit. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I was up till midnight watching this shit and I was like, I need to see how this ends. Yeah. And it was really interesting, and fucked up at the same time. Yeah. I think I remember when the when everything was actually popping off when like he was like going to trial and all this other stuff. You remember the, that shit? Yes, I remember it because I kind of just and it's terrible, but I kind of just dismissed it as some like some like football player that probably came from like the hood and stuff. Yeah, who just got into some danger and got shit, or like some never shit. really like got out the hood type of thing men- mm. mentally, anyways. But seeing that documentary and getting like an insight to it. It might be a bit problematic just because I feel like the documentary kind of makes you feel sad for him. When yeah, in reality, yeah. he still did the terrible things that he did. But it's just kind of like, it makes you really think about, like, oh, at least I was really thinking about football. Mm-hmm. And if that needs to be a sport. Because if so many people are getting these concussions and getting this disease mm-hmm. that is causing them aggression and impulse and like all this other stuff... um then maybe it shouldn't really be a sport or if anything there needs to be some changes because people getting pummeled like that on a field and like mm-hmm. this causing them brain damage shouldn't be something that we celebrate and like really you know i mean in the defense of football they made a lot of changes so like now like usually especially back in like his day you'd be able to just like somebody's running hit him without them seeing you come in like head-to-head contact was mm-hmm. often now a lot of those shits are illegal that doesn't mean that doesn't happen yeah but like they I don't want to say they're doing everything they can do, but they're trying to change stuff to make it like more like safer for for their players. Yeah. Obviously, football will never end because it makes too much money, but you do have a point because it is dangerous as fuck, and like kids are starting this from a young age. Even this nigga, he was playing from dumb young. From really, yeah, from really young. But also, he's he went through a lot in his childhood anyway, and like 
He may have been beating his head from his his mom or some shit when he was younger. No, that was not. I mean, Nigga, that told, yeah. I mean, I get it, but it wasn't told in the documentary. It's just mostly his football career. It's like he's been a. But football. at the same time, yeah, because that's the narrative they want to want to like show. But he had a fucked up childhood. Yeah. So like, it could be from like I'm not I'm not saying it's from yeah, that. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, everything yeah, plays yeah. a part. Yeah. Type shit. And it's crazy because um that episode that that show. Um, the show made me think about this episode of Blackish. I watch Blackish, like I've been watching it since it oh, first God. came out. But there's an episode where Jack, like the youngest son, he's like really like um like athletically inclined. Mm-hmm. So like he plays basketball really well, he plays yeah. football really well. Um, but there was this discussion that the family had about keeping him in football because they knew the repercussions that could, you know, ultimately damage Keep him, him. in football? Yeah, like keep him on the football team. Okay. They eventually took him out of the mm. football team because they felt like there was just too much negative, um, how do you call it, outcomes that could mm. happen from him from being in football for, since like so young. Like, you know what I like, sorry to cut you off, but yeah. I like that about Blackish, that they, they touch on a lot of things mm-hmm. that's really prominent in life in general. Yeah. Um, I just wish I could watch that fucking show. I don't know why you don't watch it. It's a really funny show. I tried. I, the episode, maybe the episodes I saw were just ass. <laughs> but Perhaps. Get them, get that shit out of here. But Fuck I, I, I like that documentary. Just kind of made me see that that way. I also didn't like how Netflix just tried to emphasize the fact that he was on the low or like closeted. Yo, that shit got me so tight because like they went through this whole shit and then at the end they're like, hey, I mean, maybe it was because he's gay. Because he's gay. And then this weird ass nigga and his pops, like something was that nigga Everyone was getting me tight. It was so funny because when I like um when I search the hashtag on Twitter because I have a tendency to do that for shows and stuff because I want to see what people are yeah. thinking. Um, the guy, everybody just thought that guy was really weird and just like looked like he was looking for clout that the fact mm. that he had like a relationship in high school with like Aaron Hernandez. And it just sucks because Aaron Hernandez isn't here to defend himself. Not that he needs to defend himself because there's nothing wrong about like about being gay. But, yeah, but just you, for him to be like talking about it. Be able to tell his like, side yeah. in any way. Yeah. And the crazy thing is he might, this nigga might not be lying at all. Yeah. Like, this could be exactly his truth and shit. But it's just, I just didn't like to see it's it. It's just, yeah, his eagerness to talk about it. Like, just like, it's it was just a little weird. Yeah. But um, it's also something that I think should have been emphasized. I don't think, um, I don't. You should have or shouldn't have been. Shouldn't have been. Mm. Because I feel like a lot of people are saying like, oh, it was emphasized because they feel like. A lot of the reasons he did what he did was because people saw him doing something uh, gay or um, that's why he killed. That's why he killed his brother-in-law was because like he saw he him, found some he shit found out. him, found him doing something suspicious or something sus or something it's like that. It's weird though, because you, you're not going to know, like it that could be true. Yeah, that could be true, but it's also just assumptions. So yeah. Then like you have at the end of the documentary where you had the scientists compare his brain to like the brain of Which like a normal person. Crazy. His brain looked crazy. There was a whole, a, a gigantic hole in the middle of it. Yeah. Like, he was fucked. He mentally. had a rat's brain. And what CTE's, CTE's, CTE, whoa, why is it take? CTE, CTE hello. CTE <laughs> does, it's like, it, it, um, it causes you to do things on impulse. Mm-hmm. So I can see how somebody that like has that in their brain ingrained now would go and like get tight at somebody for doing something and just think of like for killing For spilling them. something on them. Yeah, which just think like. Let me murder them. That that's, shit is that's gangsta. The one. Shut up. That is not. That gangsta. wasn't gangsta. He killed two people. For hey me. nigga, remember me from inside? Bow, bow, bow. That shit is gangsta as fuck. Really? 
Because they they, they they spilled a drink on a shirt he could have probably gotten again. Don't spill shit on my shirt. So silly. His you friend sound... his friend thought he was nah but yeah nigga what now nigga. Now he's a... <laughs> you sound so problematic right now. It's not Yo, funny. you the one that said you had the toolie. You do this. I don't know. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, that shit is a lot. Like that nigga is that nigga was on one. He was really on one. And it's so crazy because even when they showed like after, like the day after they killed that nigga, they all in the house with the baby, like just chilling, like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Like, but it's crazy because it really be like that with niggas that don't care. Because it's one thing, like he like legit could attest this to like his mental illness, mm-hmm. but the men that were around him were just like dead, just like fucked up in the head. They were like, ah, bet you killed someone, whatever. We yeah, but it's kind. Of, I don't. It's not the same, obviously, because they didn't play football and have CTE, but like. There's still things that mess with that people's mess mental with them, yeah. that make people be like numb to yeah. shit like that. And I feel like that's probably the more important part. But like it's almost impossible to fix that or stop that. Another person in the documentary that people like kinda like gave like a positive like light. Was his to? wife or baby moms, I mean? No, his aunt. Or his cousin. Yeah, the one with the with the cancer. Cancer. Mm-hmm. I was just like, mm, I don't know if I want to praise her. I mean I totally understand her like not snitching. That's mm-hmm. great. You kept your loyalty to your um to your cousin or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of the reason he went down the path that he went to was because he started hanging around with her. It had an Which is also a big part of the problem was his mom and her fucking questionable ass choices. Mm-hmm. But he entered this this environment where his aunt, he was his exposed cousin was always people. around like really sus Fucked people. Up niggas, yeah. And like. He was always doing whatever whatever he wanted. There was no structure for him. He seemed really um impressionable. Yes. Cause like once his pops died, like literally whoever he was around, like he would just emulate. It seemed like. No, yeah. Not only that, but like once his pops died and his mom decided to Go to marry her cousin, oh his cousin's God. husband, he like felt like he didn't even want to be in that house anymore. Yeah. So he went to his cousin's house where he basically had free free reign as a child. Mm-hmm. To do all these things, like you said, people that were around him were impressionable. It, it's just, it's, it's, I feel like overall the story is just so tragic and yeah. so, so sad because I feel like even when he like killed himself in the, um, in the jail cell, mm-hmm. like I feel like that was also like an impulse. Yeah. Like people kept saying like, oh, it was because somebody outed him as gay in the newspaper. Remember there was like a whole article about like him being gay and then he just killed himself like the next day or something. Yeah, I, I remember. But then even in the letter he left his baby moms, it was like, oh, you're rich now, type yeah. shit. So like he, somebody must have told him about that. And he was like, yeah, no, Word? He, like the law that 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 was in place. Yeah, but that, that's also I'm saying like yeah. something off impulse. Like you thought of this, you 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 are now obsessed with this idea that you could take care of your your fiance mm-hmm. and your daughter if you kill yourself, which is still really of, commendable. Yeah, I mean it's it's but, a it's a good idea, but it's also like you're not thinking about it because they're not just gonna give you this money after you die, like. Yeah, you kill people. You, yeah, you haven't even started this. There's no, you have no entitled. Like you're not entitled to this money now because you are in jail. And technically, like the people they were basing it off of, like that nigga died. Like he didn't kill himself. Yeah. Like you purposely took yourself out and thought you was gonna get paid anyway. And although we don't know what happened with that money, he they didn't get it. He didn't get. It. How you know that? Because he didn't. Like remember they put the they put the law back in place after the the guy who's um. Oh yeah, they was like um, the guy's mom. He's convicted who he against killed. Shit. Yeah. Started protesting and like all this other stuff, and then they revoked the law. So now n- nobody gets that money. You know I'm about to check, right? Even if even if the law had co- like kept on, yeah. Um, 
the the Patriots weren't gonna give him that money. Period. Yo, they were not. They were gonna they were gonna tie that money up in so much litigation. Like it was just not gonna work. He'd have like. Read my mind. Hello. <laughs> Wine break. Boop, 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 boop. Let this be a lesson to everyone. Don't kill people. That's all right? a fact. Because what the fuck? You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> now we're but fucking yeah, that, wasn't, that, that, was, that was a really cool doc. Not cool. It's terrible. Cause nah, it was dead, a cool doc. Like, but it was, it was like really they, interesting. And it, yeah, go. The main thing I like too, like, I think you're right. A lot of it seemed like they were trying to like make him look better. Mm-hmm. But then when they had homie's friend on there. He was keeping it up, bean. He was like, nah, like that nigga is the the good guy. Like this Ooh. nigga, like Odin, nigga, you thought. Remember yeah, the nigga with the braids? He oh, was yeah, like, the nah. Guy that was like, People loved him. People yeah. fucked with him. Like they knew him because they knew Aaron because he had money or whatever. But this nigga was a good ass nigga. Yeah. Like I felt that, and it's kind of true because this nigga, who would think this nigga would be out here doing shit like that? Yeah. And even like, yo, it's weird because like he seems he seemed happy. He had money. He had all this shit. But I think he just thought he could do whatever he wants. Yeah. And boy, did he, boy was he wrong? Am I right? I think it started. It also started when he moved. He 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 like was supposed to. Um, he was supposed to play for UConn. And went remember? to Florida. Yeah. And he went to mm-hmm. Florida. And I feel like after oh, he yeah, went he to got Florida, away with in Florida, he got away with so many things like that he did, and like the school would just erase whatever he was doing. Mm-hmm. I think that also gave him a lot of like. I'm invincible. Yeah. Picture. On top of the whole like mental issues that he was developing. At that age, also. Yeah, I really enjoyed that doc. Netflix was really putting out the heat this week, honestly. Another, um... <laughs> Let's get it! Look at what you with the segues! Nah, but look at you with the segue. Now, get your shit off, man. Get your shit off. Do Netflix it again. Netflix was really putting out the heat this week. Uh-huh, what else? On top of the Aaron Hernandez <laughs> documentary, mm-hmm. we had what? A Fall from Grace! Fall from Grace! Tyler Perry, a black movie. Hello. Yo, I I personally don't like Tyler Perry. Oh shit. Um, How ha- can you not like Tyler Perry? Oh shut the fuck up. <laughs> you do not like Tyler Perry either. It's not that I don't. I dislike Tyler Perry. I'm very thankful for how much work he creates for black actors. Um, the visibility of his films, because mm-hmm. you know everybody can guarantee that if you go see a Tyler Perry movie, you're gonna see yourself in it. You're gonna like, like. Maybe not see yourself in, I was about like, to say what? Wise, but you know we don't have a lot of like black actors, <laughs> color, people mean. of okay. color in movies like that. So like, like, in, like, role, like yeah, like in Tyler Perry movies, you're always shit. guaranteed that the whole cast is black. Yeah, maybe they'll have like a token like white girl in it or something. If only like he had that. black writers too, but it's just him. That's right? and nothing was more evident. <laughs> than the no writers room mm-hmm. than in this movie. Oh no! Nah. First of all, talk about it. This movie looks like it was it was recorded. It was um, on a Samsung three. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on like an iPhone six or something. Oh, like no. just terrible, terrible stuff. Uh-huh. Like, first of all, the plot was terrible. Um, it was about this woman who like um, got basically conned by this guy. He took everything from her, and then she like thinks the guy she, with the bag. Yeah, she thought. First of all, <laughs> I don't understand what Tyler Perry's obsession is with putting men in wigs that have no nothing hair. to do with their hair. Not only that, he gave himself a wig in this part that he gave himself in this fucking movie. <laughs> Everybody gotta have a wig. A on. wig that like 
didn't need to be there. It was like a Why salt, can't you just be balling? salt and pepper contraption on his head <laughs> and it connected to the beard. And now you're like questioning, man, is this beard also a lace front? <laughs> and he's just like, he paints himself as this like cranky, like boss type uh-huh. who's like stern, doesn't want to hear anything about Can't it. even take him serious. <clears throat> and this girl who's a young lawyer. First of all, everybody from Jump dismissed this woman as like telling a lie. Like, yeah, you killed your husband. Nobody gives a mm. fuck. Like, we're just going to do this. And then there was a point where, like, she starts crying. And, like, the lawyer girl, she just starts walking away slowly. (laughs) And keeps turning around to look at her cry, like, with this scared (laughs) face, look on her face, like, she's crying. And then, like, keeps walking and then looks back again. And she's like... (gasps) She's still crying. And then, like, she does that about five times. And it's, like, a whole minute of this awkward look back. (laughs) And this woman crying terribly terribly nah, and fam. yo and then it goes into this plot where she's like you know what i have to fight for this woman that girl is the worst actor ever worst lawyer in the history of lawyers for film did Who not know she? what she was talking about she was i don't know if she was a paralegal because she's not a lawyer mm. but she was helping in the case she her job was to go and get the lady to sign a plea deal okay um, but then she's like, she's like, I gotta help her. I gotta help this lady, blah, blah, blah. So fuck the plea deal. She has no jurisdiction. She has no authority <laughs> to How be a lawyer for anybody, right? Uh-huh. And she really doesn't research into the into the into the <laughs> thing at all. She doesn't look for this man, she doesn't mm-hmm. do nothing. He just hears this woman's story. This woman um is boarding with Felicia Rashad or like is like friends with Felicia Rashad. Okay. And Felicia Rashad is like, You need to get you need to go out there. You need to go out there. You need to meet somebody. Look, there's this gallery opening. Mm. She goes to see this gallery opening. She meets the artist there. Some younger man. A Makad Brooks. Makad Brooks is fine as shit. Okay, talk He's about like it. 6'3", brolic as fuck, chocolate man, like bald as shit. Chocolate man. What about it? Calm down. He looks good as fuck. Put your pussy away, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and this... Tyler Perry puts him... <laughs> in a high top. In a, in a flat top. Boozy badass. Did not make sense with the character at all. Like, I feel like if, as a woman, mm-hmm. especially an older one, I see a man in a flat you gotta, top. You gotta head the other way. In an unbuttoned shirt. Okay. Wait, his chest was out? If chest was out. Oh, shit. Okay. I would be like, dude. Nah, I feel like if you see the chest out, you'll give him a chance. And then she turns around and finds out that he's the artist. But I'm like, this is something that somebody could have written in a fan fiction forum <laughs> for, like, Twilight or something. It Word. was just so terrible. And then... I remember I saw something on Twitter with some fireflies. Yes. That was the funniest shit. First of all, they date for like two weeks or some shit. Uh-huh. This nigga takes her to like a meadow at night. Like, okay. you know how scary that is? Sir, nah, you could murder me. You trust, she trusts him. He's like, wait for it. And then all of a sudden these fire, fireflies like fly up. It looked like a, a moving wallpaper. First of, all, <laughs> first of all, it looked like somebody was just like putting little yellow dots on the on the screen. As and it, she's like, oh she's my like, God. Oh my God, this is... This is beautiful. Like, bitch, you're in ferns right now. It's not even beautiful flowers around you. Like, you're literally in weeds right now. This man took you to a random spot in the forest. Facts. You don't know if he has money. He's He's about to bury you. You don't even see them kiss at any point. That's good. But he proposes. But he proposes. This woman is out of her, like, mind ecstatic. Mm. She's taking a shower with her wig on. Cause that oh, yeah, sense. I saw that. Wait, that was the one who was dating a nigga? Yes! The one with the crazy wig she telling was, her story that changed? So, oh, my gosh. She was so happy. She went in with her whole fucking unit mm. under the shower because it Fuck was her it. real hair yeah. or something. 
I love how her hair changed lengths too. That was a, that was a fun that was a fun quirk <laughs> to it. And it all started great. He was serving her breakfast and like uh, like in bed and shit. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this man took a fucking turn for Switched the worst. Switched up on her. This nigga's talking to bitches. As like, he should be. Stole money from her job. As he should have. And transferred it to his account. Hello. And she's like, how could you? How could you? And he's like, I don't know if you're um, familiar with the laws in this town, but what's mine's, what's yours is mine's, and I'm your husband. I'm like, but you stole that money. That's not a good <laughs> that's argument. That's not hers. That's from that's, her company. That's not her money. <laughs> that's funny. I was like, I wonder I wonder if the law really defends. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, you're the husband. Wait, hold on. You, you, nah, you can take you can have no, that, you fam. Keep that. Nah, my so G, then, good. That, then like things just collectively get worse, and then she comes home to find this man fucking a woman in her bed. Oh no. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and through her. Pushes her out the room. Damn. And continues to fuck the girl. Cause he told her, Oh, that's just my mom. And I was like, This is disrespectful. <laughs> That's a good cop out though. And then she like I don't know. And then a question for you before you keep going. Yeah. If you if you fucking somebody and he push his mom out the room, <laughs> you still gonna fuck that? That's what nigga. I'm saying. That's just super like, disrespectful. Yo, get up. Shady. He shoved this woman out, locked the That's door. Just my mom's grabbing his Benno. first of all, grabbing his penis with his hand. You see his pubes. Unnecessary. <laughs> He's like, no. Where were you? Like, nigga, oh, you're clearly shit. flaccid right now. Damn. Your dick is gone. Like, Yo. you're, you're holding it with one hand. <laughs> That's crazy. Then she hits... I'm, I'm ruining this entire movie for people. Nah, fuck it. Ruin that shit. She hits him over the... Anyways, just know that there's a really good plot twist at the end. I really don't want to ruin nah, it. Nah, you guys some of the plot twists. Like, it literally, like... I'm here now. The Tell movie me. was so bad. The lighting was so bad. There was a point where they were walking and, like, the shadows of the trees were completely putting them Yo, in darkness. I remember I also saw, um... They, I guess, I don't know if he was getting, he got a text message or something, but he was in a, a like, a, a image part of his phone. No, she got a text message from him. But and it was, it was literally a picture. <laughs> like, I don't understand what the budget was There's on no this one film. I, they also said they, they shot it in five days. So that makes but sense. But it's like, Tyler Perry, you have a studio now. Like, you have, you have a lot of money. You have access to give opportunities to people that actually have stories that they want to mm. freaking tell. Like... Even BET, let's say BET. BET is known for giving out weird-ass content, like trash content. Yeah. But BET Plus, like, legit clearly has better writers, mm-hmm. uh, a writer's room, like, good ideas. Like, like it's completely different context than you would get from the, the, the TV channel. Yeah. So I think he needs to use his, like... Because him opening up his, his own studio was such a big thing and it was such a celebrated thing. Mm-hmm. I think he should also just extend the hand to other people because this movie was so bad, it's embarrassing. I and mean, the reason unless people, it was intentionally made this bad. Maybe. So people could talk about it. Because people have not shut up about exactly. it and how tra- trash and terrible it was. But you did a disservice to those actors. You did a dis- disservice to Macad Brooks, mm-hmm. who is... A god, if and you want Felicia to be Rashad. Felicia Rashad. She didn't deserve that. I don't know if she didn't deserve that. I was like, mm-hmm. why would you? Why would you say yes to this? Because it's Tyler Perry. Those actors were so like so bad. The lighting, oh, that that scene in the diner. First of all, he took her on this date. Mm-hmm. Talk to about a it. diner. <laughs> There's the nothing actress, wrong with a diner, guys. The There's actress, nothing wrong with a diner. The actress were so badly like directed. Like they were picking up. Like, you can tell that they were eating no food, drinking from cups that were clear but had no liquid in them. It was empty. Just, you know. I, oh my I can God. see this nigga. We'll edit some juice in. Don't worry and about it. Girl, and then no one edited it. This woman was ecstatic. And I'm like, sis, all the red flags were there. 
<laughs> this man has a flat top. He took you to a diner on the first date. They're serving you wine at this diner. You think it's really good wine? Uh-huh. Like, come on now. It came out of box, man. Do it, better. It looked like that was the budget that they had. Like, we're just going to do it in this diner. Like, my guy couldn't even get a dimly lit fucking restaurant to... Come on. Sh- sir, please. Yo, who knows when he... Maybe he shot this movie, like, like early and when he got the lot. Maybe that diner is like in his like in the like in yeah. the studio lot. It might be a trailer they ran. Now we're gonna see that diner in like fifty of the movies. Like yep. just back to Everyone. back to back. I can't wait for sisters. Cause that was one of the scripts he showed. Oh shit. Can't <laughs> wait for sisters, y'all. That's definitely gonna be a show. Yeah. Yo. Yo. But I'm thankful that Netflix even gave me that opportunity to watch that, you know? Yeah. And shout out to Tyler Perry, man. You make trash movies, but look, we still support you because you're black. I support your, you know, your support of Black hair businesses. I Get the, support, keep getting those wigs. I support your support for, you know, black actors. Um, but I really hope you had, you know, I, I honestly, I'm happy you didn't keep that in the vault. I had a great time. I think everybody needs to see that. I, on the other hand, didn't see it, but I've seen so much of it on Twitter that, that I feel, feel like, like I saw it. you feel like you already saw it. <laughs> um, we're going to go from a really black movie to a very white movie. Clearly. Like, yeah, that was, that was definitely a ju- juxtaposition. Am I saying that right? I don't know if you're saying Google that right. Google that word. What is it? Just a position. I love saying big words. I have absolutely no no uh, place. Let's see. You s- about say it again. Just a position. Juxtaposition. It's Juxt- like J U X position. Juxtaposition. Juxtaposition. There you go. What is it? The fact of two things being seen or placed close together with contrasting effect. Woo! That's pretty good. Wordsmith. Hello. I read books. Come on so, now. I but don't. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we actually both watched this movie, and everyone was... Roughly around the same time. We didn't see it together, but we saw it in... in our like, spirits saw it together. Yeah. Um, A lot of people on Twitter had been talking about how crazy this movie is. It's Midsommar, is that how you say it? Midsommar. Midsommar. Yes. The whitest movie I've seen all year. It's, o- it's not only like... It's not only because it's everybody is white in it, basically, except for this one guy. But it's also very brightly lit. Like the whole yeah. movie is like in, mad pretty in bright light. So <laughs> it seemed like a really pretty movie to me. Like it, it was gorgeous. It was yeah. a very beautiful movie. But it was just like not no not the movie. Beautifully shot. <laughs> beautifully shot. Um, um. The director for this movie, he's known for his disturbing takes on like life, like scary movies, mm-hmm. like his. What um, else did he do? Well, at first he started out with like short films. Okay. He has a movie called Macausen, which is about Macausen by proxy. Mm-hmm. My, my, my bad, Macausen. Macausen by proxy. However it's pronounced, I don't know how to pronounce Look it. Look it up. Macausen by proxy, <laughs> um, which, is, which is, lately you've been seeing more stories about that, but it's a very disturbing concept where mm-hmm. it's like somebody who has power over another person um, makes them believe that they have a sickness or they're sick. And, like, uses that as a way to control them. Oh, like the act? Like the act. Gotcha. Or, like, the... Did he do the act? No. Oh. The act was based on a real story Mm -hmm. called... um, There's a documentary on HBO called Mommy Dearest. I would suggest everybody watch that shit because that shit is scary as fuck. And it's all real life. I really enjoyed that shit. I really enjoyed the act. Yeah. I didn't Except for her voice. Her voice was so annoying. But that's literally how the girl sounded. I know. Her voice is annoying. Yeah. So then, um, he did that one, McCowson. And then he did um, one of the more famous ones. Um, mm-hmm. It's called uh, The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Okay. Have you ever seen that? No. I am I really want you to see it, but I know after I describe it to you, you're not going to want to see it. Describe it. The, um, the Strange Thing About the Johnsons is about uh, a family who's hiding a secret. We're kind of like not talking about a secret. The son molests his father. Okay. Oh, that didn't surprise you at all? That was it? 
the the whole movie is about like how the son molests his dad and mm-hmm. like it's it's just disturbing just because it's a black family so like you see the dad like the dad is at his son's wedding and like he looks like he's scared and mm. stuff and then the son's like dad can i talk to you for a second he's, him like, on the ass. he's like yeah no he fully like pulls his pants out and starts sucking his dad's dick in his wedding like like next door oh yeah yeah it's like <laughs> <laughs> Well, you were watching that one. We weren't expecting that one. Right? I wasn't. The movie starts. That, that that's the most alarming one. Like the movie starts with like the son, like when he's younger, and he's jerking off in his room, like privately mm-hmm. jerking off in his room to like a picture. You don't see the picture, but he's jerking off, and then his dad walks in. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Blah blah. The dad walks back out. He like tells him like, "Oh, are you decent?" He comes back in. He's like, "There's nothing wrong about what you were doing." Mm-hmm. You know, everybody feels those feelings. Blah blah. But then um, the whole shot is like you see the son put his like hand down and like you see the picture and it's a picture of his dad he's been jerking off to his mm. dad's picture i think i saw that scene i think i may have started watching it and stopped and you that were shit. Like, no. i was like i'm not but here. like that's like that's like kind of the vein of how yeah. he directs and hereditary is kind of disturbing but it's actually just i feel like hereditary and stupid so mm. that's how i felt about Bit- midsommar. midsommar i thought this is- ended great Midsommar was disturbing as fuck i love the end of this movie but also not that but stupid. just the the mid like the rest of the movie I could have missed all this shit. Yeah. So like the plot is, well, prior what is the plot. Try to describe. All it. right. So this white woman and her white counterpart, <laughs> her significant her, other. her significant other. That was quotation marks. Um, they're going through troubles in their relationship. Not because of her, because of him. He doesn't want to be with her. No, but, it's it's it's. No, nigga. She was clearly still trying to be a part of it. I mean, he's trying to yeah, find a reason to not to, be with her. But he couldn't because, because of the shit that she was she had gone through. Yeah, but remember prior to that, he was with his friends and he was like, well, you, you know, you're looking it's for a time, reason to break yeah. up with like, So her sister... Doesn't that suck too? Like, like, imagine you want to break up with someone now their parents died now you gotta stay in the Yo, that, that does suck. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Go cry to somebody else. But honestly, the movie, the, the, the death of her parents was the most disturbing part of the movie. Honestly. The thing, and it happened so early. Nah, that so was early. the most disturbing part. That, that was, was the second most disturbing part. Okay, but it was definitely like, like I definitely thought that was going to be like the, something like a recurring. mirror yeah. to like, the, like the a little the like, movie. little like, that was jarring. That was like, alarming to fucking see that was in the first 20 minutes. And that was a very disturbing death. Like, I feel like I, it, you know how like some deaths, especially in horror films can be like, gory and kind of uncomfortable yeah. and like oh my god there's so much blood there's so much there's so much like suspense and shit mm-hmm. that was just fucked up because you would never think to that anybody would think to kill somebody like this yeah because it wasn't bloody or anything i almost think someone else wrote the first 20 minutes of this movie because the lead up to that and then like her finding it the cries she did i was like oh this is about to be a good this movie yeah. then then they lost me <laughs> because now him and his friends want to go to Sweden. Yeah. She finds out. He didn't He didn't want to tell her, but he's leaving in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Then he's he, like, hey, guess what? I invited her. You guys told me I could. They all go to Sweden. They get there. They take some drugs. They fall asleep. She goes through a, a bad trip, apparently. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this shit. And as I'm watching this very scene, I was like, nah, this movie must be ass. <laughs> because, like... She's running around looking fucking dumb in the in the fucking grass. She runs in the outhouse. She's freaking out. Then she wakes up. All right, cool. Then for the next 30 minutes, I think, it was just them introducing different people in this fucking cult-like shit in Sweden. Yeah. And just the music, and like just insinuating like something might be happening, but not showing you anything. 
And then it was just like yeah, like the things that fuck. The, the things I wanted to see that didn't show, but then when they wanted to kill people, like people killing themselves or whatever, it was so like disgustingly graphic. Like it didn't even need to be that way. But it was only that those. It was two. just those two scenes, and everything else was just like because okay, those old people. Wow, jumped off that cliff and splat, baby. I'm gonna be real honest with you guys. Um, the way I see age is is quite alarming. I think after a certain you agree time, with that? you're just kind of like, all right, yeah, it makes sense. I wasn't mad at it either. And the thing is, I was ready for it because he kind of told them, yeah. "You're 72, and then it's a wrap. You're, you're done." But the, it's like the way they die, like y'all can't give him like a poison or something, yeah, like a real quiet They gotta poison. jump off a cliff and then he was still alive. Nick was like, bring the mallet out. Because <laughs> it's like, let's all take turns hitting let's him in the take, head with like, this mallet. What the fuck was that? Like, that one hit was fine. He was dead now. Y'all need to crush his head to a pulp. And then imagine watching that happen. And then the next immediate scene is them arguing about a fucking thesis. <laughs> Doesn't make any fucking sense. It was just like, just the insens- insensitivities, just because, like, it makes sense. Like, there are cultures in the world that do extreme shit like that. Especially, like, in the Amazon, like, those, like, villages of yeah. people that have never seen, hum- like, civilization and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they do wild stuff. But, um, I think that was one of those, those things about the movie where it's just like, this is another culture. Like, you, like, that's how I think they saw it, the people in the film. Where it's like, this is another culture. You can't really judge another culture. This is how they've lived their whole The life. only person that acted how you should act in that situation was the people from London. They were like, why aren't y'all saying anything? They just jumped off a fucking cliff. Yeah, like... But then, what didn't make sense afterwards is when... Like, come up with a better story. She's looking for her, her, her nigga and they're like, hey, guess what? He left you because there wasn't enough, enough time in the truck. The next bus comes in 90 minutes, but it takes 35 minutes to drive there, 35 minutes to come back, but then they're going to take you after. Yeah. If it comes in 90 minutes, she's not going to make that 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 bus. <laughs> so why what what's the point of this? <laughs> so many things didn't make any sense. And this movie was funny as fuck. And I don't know if you found it as funny as I did. What? But there was a lot of funny parts in this movie. What was funny about this movie? Um for one, I'm going to skip mad in the movie. When he was fucking the girl in the outhouse, or whatever the house that was, right? And they were all make, mimicking her, um, her oh, sound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when Shuddy found him, and then they were all mimicking her crying in the other room. Just, I had the captions on. I remember seeing all wailing. And there was a white woman in the back, so intensely like crying with this bitch. Like this movie just came off of it was like as like a like a performance piece or something like some shit you but would it see at a museum good. somewhere in New York and I would just be like oh my god this white shit like I just didn't I like it wasn't a good movie it wasn't it wasn't scary it wasn't like it wasn't like it was parts of it were disturbing yeah but also parts of it was just like oh, okay but they ke- it kept seeming like they were leading up to something to else some big and shit and nothing was happening the movie just ended with a bunch of white people screaming bet. Yo, they, regular Sunday afternoon in Williamsburg. I'm, I'm gonna come clean though. She did exactly what I would do. He, he gonna Become cheat on the you. Leader? He gonna cheat on you. Burn that nigga, and you don't got shit to go back home to. So stay here. That's a fact. Now you got a family and shit. And they love you. people writing for you. Ready to and you run shit and here now. It's lit. That's what I'm saying. Facts. Bum ass movie, am I right? That's a fact. But yeah, streaming services have been really coming out with a lot of good stuff lately. I've been feeding to watch Midsummer, so I was mad happy about that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Andrew, the the documentary and then that Tyler Perry movie that was just... You hear me, Tyler Perry? Is it Tyler Perry? It is Tyler Perry. Oh my God, I was like Tyler Perry. You Anyways, said Tyler Perry, it's fine. Um, and recently, like, the new season of Hip Hop Evolution came out. 
Oh, um, right. yeah. I I really don't like. I really like to pick and choose which which one of those I watch. Mm-hmm. I don't watch literally every one of them, but yeah. the ones that sound interesting, I watch. And I, I mean, some of those episodes and people, I just don't care about. So I don't blame you. Yeah, and also they talk about this like multiple rappers are featured on multiple episodes, mm-hmm. but um. One episode that stood out this season, because I only watched one episode, was um, the Super Producers one. Because um, they talk about Pharrell, they talk about Teddy Riley, they talk about Kanye West, they mm-hmm. talk about um, Jay Dilla. We gotta stop doing that. We can't. We gotta stop only champion Pharrell and not just call it the Neptune, because it wasn't just Pharrell. Yes, the Neptune. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was my bad. That was my bad, because Chad, Hugo, he, yeah. he deserves more than that. That um, But it was just such an interesting episode to watch. I'm, like, obsessed with, I guess, the Neptune sound and, like, their music just because it's such a distinctive sound. Mm-hmm. Like, anywhere you, like, anywhere that they produce and you're listening to it, you automatically know that. Yeah, you know they had, like, a hand in like, it. Like, for example, the Ariana Grande album, Sweetener. Mm-hmm. Like, you could hear Pharrell's influence, like, the Neptune's influence, like, all over that shit. Yeah. And I feel like it. They, he always elevates artists to, like, a different level because... Their sound completely changes. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's more hip hop, I guess, but like in their own sense. Because even if, like that Ariana Grande album was different, but it still sounded like Ariana Grande. And it was really yeah, good. and I think he's a, he's good at like even songwriting because, fucking um, my what's the song I like successful? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the cadences, like even like the ad libs and shit. That's all for real. So like, he structures things to benefit that artist mm-hmm. like even uh, remember that song lemon with rihanna yeah like he clearly he wrote that verse yeah but like it's still like it's Turns rihanna off, yeah okay. like i think that's really cool at, like for him for and to him. see all these people come from virginia and body shit that that was like the most interesting part because the doc the the episode started out speaking about teddy riley who started out in harlem and then he moved to harlem virginia. he moved to virginia beach the whole thing with us going to something in the water last year was just like like really like um surprising to us because we mm-hmm. didn't know so many people came from Virginia yeah. that were such big parts of um hip hop damn near and it just it's crazy because Teddy Riley was one of the performers last year mm-hmm. and we missed him and it's crazy how influential he was to like that whole thing mm-hmm. so like the fact that Pharrell came from Virginia Timbaland came from Missy um Gwen Stefani all those people it's just insane to me that they lived like just a couple blocks away yeah. from each other all went to the same high school. The talent is wild. And it's crazy, like, he, something in the water. There's something in the water in Virginia because mm-hmm. so many people came out of there that, like, hit the world so hard. So, like, to talk about Teddy Riley and how he discovered Pharrell and Chad Hugo mm-hmm. at a talent show and how, like, big Pharrell came out to be. I thought it was cool, too. Like, even I'm talking about him driving around his Lamborghini. Like, he just took that Harlem shit to Virginia because, like... yeah. It just seemed like, yeah, like, fuck it. And, like, I think it was cool for them kids to see, like, that shit there. Yeah. And, and for like, him to, like, outreach to, like, the community and yeah. try to, like, get people to, like, come out, perform, show mm-hmm. them his talent. And he was saying, like, you're always going to have somebody that's going to try to sing Luther Bandross, but that's not who we're Yeah, that's to not sign. what's about to happen. We're trying to sign something different. And I think it's so wild that, like, the Neptunes were such a... First of all, their beats were different. Their style was different. They had so much swag about them. Mm-hmm. The fact that they could take any genre, ja- genre, genre, and like genre. make it sound like the Neptunes, but also sound like the yeah, audience, I think it's just so. And cool. I didn't know Pharrell wrote that fucking song for Teddy Riley's group. Yeah, um, wreck, wreck effect, wreck, 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 
Wrecking Effect. Wrecking Effect? I think so. I think that's what it's called. What was the name of the song again? Uh, Rum Shaker. Rum, yeah, I didn't know Pharrell wrote that song. That's crazy. Like, How hard is that? And he was young as shit. Wild contribution. Like, that's to crazy. have that much talent at such a young age and then just to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like even now he's still putting up fire music. And yeah. Because, like, yo, I, I don't even want to talk about that so much. Because there's other producers in this in this. I mean, yeah, but I feel like at the same time, like, we really fuck with Pharrell. Oh, D. And, like, even, even just not even on a producer tip, like, him rapping, like... I remember him singing, like, him singing, like him doing that, like all singing album about women. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I love that album. Yeah. Like this nigga don't miss. Like I was listening. What was what song? It's a it's one song that I like go to listen to all the time, and it's terrible because there's definitely way better Pharrell songs, but I love that song number one. Number one. Well, Kanye's on that song too. Oh, Kanye was one of the producers in the show. Kanye was one of the producers, but I feel like it's different with Pharrell because Pharrell literally touches every genre of music. And no doubt was a rock. He seems like a genuinely good person because everyone fucks with Pharrell. Everybody likes Pharrell. Like Pharrell has worked with so many fucking people. It's crazy. It's wild. Like that shit is intense. Like he's fucking with Meg Thee Stallion right now. And like, the fact that he can continuously just bring out a new sound or, like, mm-hmm. a new, like... Yeah. Like, no Pharrell beat sounds like another Pharrell beat. Like, okay, that's... Okay, you're right. Because it's... The Neptune sound, like, it's a sound that you know... But I get what you're saying. Like, he can still... Yeah. Change, switch it up and, like, still tailor it to different artists. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you don't know this song. Mm-hmm. But Schoolboy Q has a song. It's called, um... Los... Fuck, hold on, I gotta check. Don't talk, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Oh. Break time. Alright. The school book you has a song, it's called Los Awesome. Mm-hmm. Pharrell produced this song. Mm-hmm. This shit sounds insane. Like, it sounds like, like I've never heard it. It's the only song on this album that sounds like this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know. Pharrell did this. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I heard it. I was like, what the fuck is this? This song is hard, but it sounds really different. Yeah. But even shit like that, like, he made that for Schoolboy Q. Like, it sounds like gangsta as fuck, but how they used to, like, play music that was still, like, you could party to, but yeah. you could still shoot a nigga. Like, Pharrell can just do all things. Like, All Right with Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Like, that shit, like, that's, I don't see anybody else on that beat. Maybe because I heard Kendrick Lamar on it, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's still hard. And he's old as fuck now. He's still doing that shit. Yeah, and like even with the like the the clip of Megan The Stallion working for him, yeah. working with him, um, I heard it and I was like, this is clearly his beat. Yeah, but also sounds like well, not don't say his beat because Chad Hugo is also Neptune's it's clear beat. Neptune beat, but Neptune's beat, but it still sounds like Megan The Stallion. Yeah, like, she still was gliding over that. So I'm very like excited to hear that. Mm-hmm. I think it's great that he's still working with artists and like tailoring music to them and like just elevating music period like i've never seen somebody like continuously or like consistently touch mm-hmm. music like and different does. like different eras different yeah. age groups and shit like because everybody that that like they talked about in that episode i'm not saying fell off but it's not as prominent as they were in their you mean producer wise producer wise because for over i mean connie was doesn't really produce for people like that anymore yeah he doesn't produce for people well he, he produces for his whole like good music you know what was what was good about that episode? Like I genuinely feel like they could have spent way more time on Kanye West, mm-hmm. but I was like, I think this is a good episode to show people that like Kanye West has always been this person. That's a fact. Kanye West has always been 
this young well okay I mean, he's not maybe young not young, young but, but like this arrogant like crazy as fuck person got shit to always say been this extra of a person i think once he like once he feels like he wants to do something he's gonna go out of his way to mm-hmm. make sure that that's what he's and doing and make you know that he's doing it and he's he's gonna also make you know that he's the best doing it yeah. at the time so i think it's crazy like we're always talking about oh kanye changed kind of this like no i don't think kanye changed i just think kanye is like Kanye has the internet now. Yeah, like he's just <laughs> now we're seeing what Kanye it's just thinks. Like it's just like what he deems important to him at the time, and you kind of have to respect somebody that's that passionate about whatever it is that he's passionate at the time. And if you really think about it, like he pays really close attention. I feel, mm-hmm. and he jumps out the window with a lot of things for a certain reason that for we're not that. gonna know. Yeah, and then he tr- like he sees what's happening. Like that's how I look at this this last album he put out. Mm-hmm. He saw that he jumped out the window with this whole Trump shit, and niggas turned on him. He, I'm sure he gained fans on that other side. Yeah. Then he's like, you know what? I'm about to switch back here yeah. to get these fans back because I already know I can make good music. Mm-hmm. But now I'm gonna talk about something they can't, they can't not fuck with because it's God. And that, <laughs> like he's smart as fuck to me, yeah. I think. And it's just crazy to me, like even if like I like I didn't want like nobody wanted to hear that gospel album or whatever. But that shit is fire. I'm about to say, I wouldn't say I didn't want to hear it. That but fucking album was like, I was just like, damn, like. I wouldn't say it was fire, but it was, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. I really enjoyed that. But I think like we listen for different things though. Like he wasn't saying shit on that album. So that's okay, why that's totally understandable. I'm talking about like produce, like production wise, and like the, like the, 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 how do you call it? What is it? The harmonies and like uh-huh. the gospel parts of it. Uh-huh. That shit was beautiful. I don't care. I really. Well, nah, I'm not mad at what you're saying because like. Even with his Sunday services and shit, like mm-hmm. them shits are hard, and yeah. he's like at the helm of that shit. But I, I just mean, think it's crazy. Like you can still see glimpses. Like he's a like a genius. Like I still to this day think Kanye West is a genius. him and his writers are geniuses. Yes, and when you see like <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, he needs to and loan some writers see, to Tyler And when Perry. you see like that'd be hard. Imagine consequence writing a movie. Like um, like when you see um. Like, what he contributed to music, too. Like, when he first started out and how nobody was taking him serious as a rapper mm-hmm. and, like, all this other shit. And, like, to see who he turned out to be was just was just crazy to me. You like, know what's funny to me? What? You know it's how, like, rappers that's on will always just take what they want. Like, Hove took about half of his... What was that? The Blueprint or the Black Album? Mm-hmm. One of them shits. The Blueprint. Half of them shits was just Kanye beats, yeah, right? Yeah, Kanye beats. You, you think about Drake and how, like... How many songs of Party Next Door he's just taking? <laughs> or like The weekend and shit like... Yeah. I think that's just like hip-hop culture, I feel. You got to pay your dues, you feel me? I guess. Let me get that song. Let me get that... Well, like Drake's situation is different because he was taking a lot more It was just funny because like, remember when uh, Cameron was just like, yeah, you know, Kanye West would just be rapping and then Jay would be paying him absolutely Not paying no mind. mind. But he wasn't that bad. But they, but they, wanted, him, but they wanted him for his like beats and like his talent because they get tired hard because at the end of the day like Kanye West is just is pure talent like the guy like his samples like how he's able to I think that's that's crazy most crazy people are really creative isn't that crazy Gemini's am I right yeah (laughs) (laughs) my Gemini's only in rising they also um they also talk about um Timbaland and Missy Elliott I think it's cool that they Timbaland's another one too like he can still mirror things for like his his sound is a little bit more like refined where like you you can tell us a Timberland beat and it kinda sounds similar to yeah, 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 yeah. But like him as well, he pushed the he pushed the envelope a lot. And it's it, like his 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 section of the the episode um focused on him and Missy. Mm. Which I think is not something people think about a lot, but him and Missy were like 
they like exclusive. I feel like they work together a lot. I was gonna say I feel like if you think about Missy, you think about Timbaland because that was like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think you ever think of them separately, which kind of was probably a detriment to Missy because she only seems to work with Timbaland like well. Like she don't really got no other shit that that bangs like that other than when she worked with Timbaland. Even like her new shit, like Timbaland be producing shit too. Still, yeah. Like I, I, I genuinely never thought of them as a twosome, and like I just like that that really like opened my eyes to that because they're hella talented together. Like Missy is a great rapper, and he's a they a great just rapper. Work- you said yes. Great. Yes. Fuck you. Don't do that. I wouldn't say great. Um, but you know she was alright. She can make a fucking song. That's what I'm that saying. Much. She's super that talented. Don't, make her a don't great do rapper. that. She's a great rapper. You know who's a great rapper? Who? Kendrick Lamar. Do you um, think Lil Wayne is a great rapper? Yeah, he he's a good rapper. Really? He's a great rapper. Okay, because he I don't like he, his songs. He though. um he attested Missy Elliott as one of his inspirations as to why he. Became I'm not saying he's not. That wouldn't be an inspiration, don't but that doesn't make her a great this. rapper. She's a great rapper. <sighs> okay. Stupid. Who's the Who's the best rapper alive right now? Not Lil Wayne. Okay. I don't know who the best rapper. Kendrick Lamar is the best rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, guys, we're gonna do something really cool this episode. We we decided to open up our podcast. Wait, wait, before to, we do this. Okay, what else? Do you think Lil Wayne is a great rapper? Um, yeah, I do. Really? Because if you remember, what year was that? I was at two thousand eight, or was that later in two thousand eight when he was on everything? That nigga mm-hmm. yeah, was yeah, like he was featured everywhere. He was the hottest rapper out. And making fire ass songs. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's as fire now at all. Mm-hmm. But we can't take that away from him. I I feel like I feel almost like I'm missing something or something because I've never liked Lil Wayne. But that's the thing. You don't like. I don't listen to Lil Wayne on the regular, but I can tell a nigga can rap his ass off. Mm-hmm. If you listen to a Lil Wayne song, like from a mixtape or something, and you appreciate bars, that nigga can rap. Mm. So saying like he's a good rapper doesn't mean like I gotta like the nigga. He's a he's a nasty ass rapper. Like, I think the same thing about Eminem. I fucking hate Eminem. But O.M., he yeah. can rap. He Definitely. can still rap, though. Everybody it's just that he just can't make good songs. Yeah. Like, when you put him on a beat, he sounds terrible. But if he's just rapping... <laughs> he's just rapping no music he, in the mouth. Yo, great. <laughs> like, he, those 11 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> just, just found a napkin. Might, might pull a Campton. I'm going camping. <laughs> then he walks around. <laughs> Shut up. Just went camping in the Hamptons. Stop. Uh, Find a couple of napkins. Might shoot you in the hat. Back with the... <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. That shit was funny. That was... Te- and then Royce the 5'9 in the back like... Mm, sitting on... The yes men. <laughs> Gotta agree with that. Get that nigga out of here. We're doing something really cool this episode where it's not all about us. We want to open our podcast to questions from other people. On episode two, we had, we featured, um, episode two or three, one of them fucking episodes. It's three, it's three, it's three. Yeah, on episode three, we we featured two, two, two of our others from just being us, and people fucked with it, you know? That's like, now has the second most plays of all our playlists. I mean, all of our, our fucking podcasts. podcasts. How amazing. I said playlists, because don't forget we make playlists too, motherfucker, and we gonna make some for this one. Yeah, That's goof. A, fact. a Virginia only playlist. Woo! Hello. All right, yeah. So this episode, we're opening the podcast. We op- we decided to open the podcast to questions from like our listeners, and we got a we got a good amount. Um, I wasn't expecting this many questions, but we got at least a page and a half full of fucking questions. And a lot of them are, you know, questions you want to argue about. You know, kind of like 
Yeah, I think this this podcast has been a little too friendly for me. Let's it's get time into to argue. It. Let's get into it. Um, so let's start, Leandy. What, what what's the first question? Give me one second, Brandon. If you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? Wow, what a great question. Um, <laughs> if I could have any superpower in the world, what what would it be? I think my superpower would be to read people's minds mm. or telekinesis so i can move things with my mind okay that'd be hard i think mine's would be um being invisible or Why? like because i could just be anywhere and nobody would know that sounds creepy like you want to go catch niggas dick out and shit no that's not it at um, all that's what it sounds like want to be i just want to hear things that people wouldn't tell me you know? oh you just want to be nosy yes I, I guess I kind of want to be nosy too. If I yeah, because you want to read people's minds. That's actually more. We said the same thing. No, nah, that's fine. No. I'm gonna base basketball. I'm just like in about. rooms, you know, just like, <laughs> just like. Yo, you know what's crazy? What? You know they sell the um invisibility cloak. Oh, shut the fuck up, my nigga! I'm Is dead ass. I saw a commercial. I'm dead ass. You put it on and it's invisible. It's like translucent. Translucent. Well, buy that for me for my birthday then. I just might, nigga. Okay. What kind of relationship are you trying to manifest in 2020? Whoa, whoa, that was a drastic shift. Um, <laughs> let me think. What kind of relationship am I trying to manifest? Oh, I got a couple things, huh? Mm. You know, this year, I want happiness. You it know, sound, it sounds like you were gonna start an R and B song. You know, this year, maybe I was. I just wanna... but now you fucked it up for the listeners. <laughs> now I don't want to go. Um, go. I want something that's not toxic. I want. A bitch that can... First of all, hmm? scratch the bitch part. What the fuck is wrong with you? A woman that... This is how I talk. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You know it's how I speak. It sounds disgusting. I'm going to say it again. Go. I need a bitch. <laughs> I need a bitch that... Uh, what you call it? Yeah, I need somebody that motivates me, that like gives, like has that drive that pushes me to, to be great type shit. Like, I want like... I want a bitch that's like comfortable in her own skin and like confident and you know trusts me even if I'm lying. Trust me. Still trust me if I'm lying, you know. <laughs> Let me cheat. Oh God! No, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> black men don't cheat, <laughs> as we one, said in the last the episode. Damn, baby, I could cheat. Ooh, I need you. <laughs> nah, I just want like I want. I, in a nutshell, I want a healthy. I want something healthy. Yeah. That I can grow with. Facts. What about you? I feel like I'm not thinking about that. I feel like... I'm about to say, what do you want for yourself this year then? Like, fuck a relationship. I just want, like... I want success for myself. Like, Mm. I want more money. I want to be able to be, like, more independent. Mm. Just be able to do the things that I want to do. I want to... I want more success if that's, like... I want success in the things that I want to do. I feel that. I just want to try to do new things. I want to get out of my shell. I want to, like, um, just focus on bettering myself. Nah, I fuck with that shit, bro. That was good. Thanks. What how, else? How are you feeling about January 2020 so far? I feel like this shit is dragging. It's it's too long. I don't. I feel like usually January seems like it's lasting forever, but I'm it's chill this time. My birthday, I feel like my birthday was like a month ago. It was, it literally, was literally two weeks. Like, yeah, it's like a week ago. So I don't think it's dragging that much. Um, I don't think it's been terrible. I, I, I see a lot of people tweeting like, oh, my New Year starts in February because they January been trash. My January has been fine. You know, my January was just chilling. like my December, my November. Nothing crazy, nothing wild. Are you going to say one of the questions now? I'm going to say three of them. Okay. Because it's not all about you. Okay. Um, Where were we? Oh, we up here. Are you guys open to having guests, Leangie? Of course. We uh, Eventually, once once the episode... I mean, we had a, we had guests basically yeah, we had the third episode. Already. 
But once the episode, like, opens to it, I feel like if we have, like, an episode where we talk about relationships or an episode where we talk about things like that, like, we can open it up to, like, a discussion where people are, like... But not yeah. a discussion where everybody's, like, arguing over each other, but, yeah, definitely, like, something where it's, like, debatable. I agree. Like, something, like, maybe, like, someone else might have a take that is different than ours and yeah. we might want to hear something, you know? Yeah. That's cool. Um, Is making out in public okay? I'm not opposed to, like, PDA, but that's, like, I'm usually always drunk, so... Oh, wait, when, nigga, what? The when, fuck did when, you just when say? I, like, I'm usually always drunk when I'm like making out in public. All right, I so when you're like, sober, you like get off me, nigga, type shit. No, I might be with it too. I don't really give a fuck. Well, I don't really might give a fuck. be. I don't really give. I don't care about PD. Have you? Yes. In public. Yes. Not drunk. No. Okay, so it seems like you're not really fucking with it. I'll smooch someone while like. All right, so all right, that's cool. Are you? I'm okay. with whatever, nigga. <laughs> we could do whatever in public. Whenever <laughs> in public. Um, oh shit! The only questions are type heavy. Let's go. When to know? Wait, did you write this? When to know? When to call it quits in a relationship? Um. Wait, I, sorry. When do you know to call it quits in a relationship? I think it's like if you feel like it's a chore. Like if you feel like like at this point it's like really hard. Like I I, I know all relationships are work at mm-hmm. the end, but I feel like relationships should be work. Like when you guys are married and you guys are like. Like, you're already at the thick of things already, and it's, like, something you should fight for. Mm. I think all marriages should be work, but I feel like if you are young and you are in a relationship that's causing you a lot of stress, I think it's best to, like, let it go, because it's just going to get worse from there. I think, like, once a a relationship feels, like, a chore and, Mm. like, really exhausting, like, if you're about to go see your significant other and you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? This bitch again. And I think it's time to like let it go. If it's causing you more unhappiness than it is happiness, then it's... All right. I'm happy you fixed that up, because you... I think, like, any relationship is work. Mm -hmm. So, like, you don't have to be married to put work in. What the fuck was this question? (laughs) When do you know you're in a toxic... No, when when to know to call it quits in a relationship. Um, I think what you call it. I think, like, every relationship is work. But I think once it starts to feel like a job and, like, it seems like you're working towards something that you're just doing out of habit now and you don't actually want to work for something... Mm -hmm. I think that's when you got to call it quits. If, like, a lot of times um, you put, like, blinders over your, your face or your eyes in relationships, mm-hmm. so you try to ignore some things, like the red, the red like flags the red and shit. Flags? Yeah. Like, once those blinders go away, or once you're able to see what the fuck is really going on, yeah, I hope you hear that nigga. We powering up. I want everybody to know, too. We be highly intoxicated when we make okay, when we record always. these. Not always. I mean, when has when when what episode have we not been? Nigga, there's been four episodes y'all will never hear that we were drunk as fuck. That's but don't me. judge us yeah. because Continue. we still get it done. You just like um not nah, because they gonna hear you pouring the shit. That's why I said that. Mm. Um yeah, I think in a nutshell that's pretty much it. Like you gotta you gotta always you gotta love yourself more than you love somebody else. Yeah. And when once it starts to fuck with you and your mental and shit, that's when it's probably time to call it quits. Wow, I should have said that. That was good. Mm. I just clapped on my chest. When do you know you're in a toxic relationship? When the shit starts fucking with your mental. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of the same. When that. you're like depressed and like just not doing shit normally that you usually do, you're in a toxic relationship. Somebody makes you feel guilty all the time. Somebody makes you feel like... Well, that's kind of hard though because when do you even know when you're depressed? Like, if you're depressed, I don't think you, you actually know that you're depressed. Do you not know when you're feeling depressed? Or... Do you? Yes. Every time. I, I feel depressed. I, like, 
I just I feel like a lot of people just like maybe can't, maybe that's oh, okay. like not how, how to right, explain. You're annoying. I just think like um when people when like when you feel bad when the person makes you feel bad about like shit that's not even that serious. I don't know. When do you feel like you're in a toxic relationship? Yeah, maybe I have to expound more because my answer was type trash. Like now I'm thinking about it. Like how do you even know? Because like you're in a relationship. I think it's tough because like once you're in love with somebody. It's hard to like see what the fuck is actually going on. I think um, what people need to do is like listen to people around them. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times from outside looking in, you can tell a nigga like, yo, fam, this is what you're actually going through. Because you just don't want to see it type shit. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Like, nobody yeah, even that. Like, you're not going to fucking listen yeah. anyway. Like, that's a hard question to answer. But I think in a nutshell, what you said is right. Like, Yeah, I think it, also, gotta, um, it also goes with what the previous question yeah. was. Yeah. It's like when you know how to call it quit in a relationship is when you realize that the relationship is toxic and you need to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, for about you gotta worry about your mental health. Yeah, you know. Are you guys doing any video content? We are gonna do video content eventually. For sure, it's definitely coming soon. Um, it's gonna be so much fun because we're fun. I think so. I think it'll be it'll be cool for you guys to actually see us do this. Yeah. Because uh, we be a lot we've been doing a lot while we record. <laughs> you yeah. just can't you hear just it. Can't see it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it'll be really fun. We're definitely, we definitely been th- like, yeah, we've definitely been thinking about it. It definitely started out as something, uh, visual. It, it wasn't supposed to be just a podcast. I was like, um, like on like SoundCloud, it was supposed to be like a YouTube thing. Yeah. But like the initial idea yeah. I had was like, we were going to record one, like film it once a month just to like give you guys a visual. Mm. But Hey, if you guys want us to film it, we'll film it. We'll film that shit. Fuck out of here. Hello. Who wears the pants in the relationship? Um, our friendship, we def- definitely meet. Um, um, number one. I'm going to say Brandon does because when Brandon wants to do something, that's what we do. No. It's Which not. means that's why I wear the pants in the relationship. No. Mm-hmm. If that's how you feel, if that's your opinion, for I'm sure. I'm entitled to it. Continue. Niggas is tired. Look at you. don't want to argue today. <laughs> what do you mean? You want me to argue? Because I can. Nigga, we might have to try this Shit. Um, what do you like about each other the most? Ooh, this is gonna be a short list. Am I right? Um, you go ahead, Brandon. You say first. What do I like about your dumbass the most? I think you're really funny. I think you're a caring person, and I like that I have a lot of fun with you, like mm-hmm. when I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And you care about me a lot, and I care about you, and I think that's why we we get along a lot. You know. I'm crying. Yeah, the waterworks, guys. Come on, <laughs> Capricorn. I'm a wordsmith. Am I right? Um, what I like about you the Better mo- say something nicely, Angie. Okay. I feel like what I like about you the most, like, I feel like ever since I met you or, like, actually started talking to you, like, I'm just, like, like, every time I hang out with you, it's never, like, a bad vibe or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. never, like, some, like... I always have fun. Come I remember I, I called you my antidepressant once. Because I'm such a, a you're positive such a, person. You're also um super sweet. You give um good advice, I feel. Thanks. I'm a shrink. I feel like our relationship has grown. We're just like very like Yeah, like I think like You're my like um I feel like we think about the same we think the same things a lot. That's just like, disgusting. Yeah, we like We be saying the Just same now when we both put on bliss text at the yeah, same time. Shit that is was nasty. weird. It's like we're twins. I think um we spend a lot of time together, but like yeah. I, I, I look you feel like um you're an extension of me now. Oh my god, yeah, that's You're how like, I feel. Yeah. I feel like, if anything, like, especially the last couple of months, I feel like you we've grown to, like, be closer. I think more than that. I think, like, um, we went through mad times when we'd stopped being friends. Yeah. And I think it takes a lot for, like, 
us to look at something and be like, all right, is this that deep for us not to fuck with each other? Yeah. Because, like, I think um, we're both very important to each other's lives. Mm-hmm. So, like, fuck it, you know? Anyway. Love you, friend. Love you more. Hand hug. You deal with the sweaty hand. Um, Why the fuck is Brandon so stupid? Um, Someone asked that. And why are you so Hey, dumb? whoever asked that stupid-ass question, why are you so fucking stupid, huh? Why are you so short, huh? You dickhead. Anyway, what are your thoughts on Ghostwriters, and does it change your opinion on the artist? Well, um, I don't think it changes my mind anymore now that I feel like I know how the music industry works. So, like, everybody <laughs> kind of has somebody that's kind of half writing or, like, part writing the song. Um, I'm pretty sure there's some artists out there that literally just have people write their entire songs for them. As long as you're... Like Beyonce? Yeah, like, you're able to spit or, like, say say things correctly, I think you're fine. Um, you feel that way about rappers too? Like you don't care that if rappers have like. I feel like if I knew, like if like Jay, like let's say for example, I would like if I if I hear that Jay Z has a ghostwriter, like Lil Wayne has a ghostwriter, then I'll be a little like, oh, what the fuck. Mm. But like. So the top tier rappers. Yeah, top. About. Yeah, like because if like if you're known for that and you're not really writing what the fuck you're writing, then that's mm. a problem. But if you're just a rapper that's just like known for their hooks and like their quote their quotes and shit, mm-hmm. I know you have other people working for you, so it doesn't even matter to me. I don't really think it's a problem. Do you think it's a problem? I wouldn't say a problem, but I remember when I found out like Drake, whatever happened with Drake, that bothered me because I the same way you talk about like Jay Z and Lil Wayne, I looked at Drake like that. I thought Drake was that nasty that he could. Spit for spit the whole did, time, yeah. and then also sing and also write these hooks. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he was just that type of nasty. Once that happened, it kind of like now I don't know exactly what Drake's contributed. I don't know what's actually his pen and what's not his pen. Like Kanye, for instance, I love Kanye to death, but I know Kanye has writers. I know, like I, I it's it's visible. I, I know the fact that he was trying to hide that shit. I, I'm assuming, or maybe he didn't think it was important to say it. Like it just seemed like maybe other shit was clouded. Whatever. But I don't give a fuck, nigga. I don't. You don't listen to that shit. Exactly. I really care about the finished product. So if the shit sound good, guess what? Turn turn that shit up. Tony up. Cause that life is good. Track is fucking lit. You feel me? Um. Would you? My taxes. I'm too turned up. Would you mess with the mom and dad? Mom or dad? After you've messed with the daughter or son? That's a very problematic question. But would you? I feel like you would. That would be fucked up. Like I don't think I would do that. It would take it would take a lot for that to happen. It would take a bad mom. It would take a really bad mom. It would take a it very would... sexual family. It would be like the daughter would be like, ah, you know, it happens all the time type shit. It would have to be something that's like It would have to be something where like like you were looking to get with the parent. And and, and then at you first, act, and yeah, then, then you like well, got that's with their fucked daughter. Up, though. That's fucked up. I don't I wouldn't do shit. That's like the that. whole that's the whole gist of Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom has gone. But I'm saying it's just like, okay, what if I was after the dad off jump? The son is kinda cute, but I'm only doing it. Yeah. That's shicey. That's how you would do all about that? I would absolutely not go about about anything. You know me. I feel like, um Damn. What if it happens what if it happens like years later? Like like See, alright, like that's different. But I mean years later the mom the mom's gonna be older. But that's the problem. That's God the thing. Him, right? The mom is hot. That's what I'm saying. Like you dated the daughter, you never really saw the mom like that. But now a couple of years later, the mom is still hot as hell. That, I, I think that'll be the only thing. I think I would be with the daughter, and then I never met the mom's cool. We stop fucking each other. Then I meet the mom somewhere. I run, On some separate and I run situation. Down type yes. shit. I think that's the only way I can see that happening. 
Because how shicey is that that I, I was in the crib with you and your mom passed by? And I'm like, God damn, God that's damn, my mama. mama. And as soon as you look away, I'm like, yo, mom, what up? Daddy sold I don't know. Picture. Really older men really freak me out. So I would never see myself in this situation. Unless the dad is like Michael B. Jordan or some shit like that. Oh, but that wouldn't even be possible with Michael You're B. Jordan. Is very, <laughs> very close to my age. So. Yeah, not me. Can you be friends with your ex? That's the last question. Um, You want to answer that first? Mm, no. I don't think that's possible. I think at the end of the day, you're, it's always like some connotation was like, we could fuck. We could fuck. It. We, we're going to fuck. We're fucking. There you go. You never, you can never just be friends with your ex. I feel like there's always one of one or the other is trying to get back together or trying to fuck. Or, you know yeah, what? maybe. I think it takes like a really mature set of people. I feel like you can be friends with your... I feel like you could be friends with your ex like later on, like five years later, six years later, when you're all when you're all in different relationships, like in that Gwen Stefani song. I know we're cool. You never heard that song before? Yeah. She's like years later on, she would want to be friends with her ex, but like way, way later. Guess what, like, guys? It'll be in the playlist. Am I right? Ah. Um. Nah, but what you call it? I think it would take a lot for that to happen because you're right. Like, like for me personally, I'm a. Oh my god, this is probably like my toxic trait. But I have this mindset that um, Schoolboy Q said in a song before. He was like, "If I touch, if I fucked it once, and I could fuck her twice, right? All right. If I already touched it, I know I could touch it again. <laughs> so like, I'm always had that back in my mind type shit. Maybe I shouldn't have said that on this podcast, but fuck it. Um, this is just really hard thing. So like, I think even with me trying to be friends, you're like, if I get to that, if I get to that low moment of like. Uh, pussy. <laughs> I might be like, come on, now. we done did it before. What's the yeah. problem? And then I'm also very territorial and shit, so I just think seeing it would get me tight. Seeing this bitch with somebody else, I'm like, yeah. But I don't know. I, but I I know it's possible because people have done it, and like, yeah. it's just more mature people than I am. But that's the thing. Like, I feel like it only happens once. Like, everybody's moved on. Like, we're yeah. in different situations. Like, we're mature. Like, we're just like, and it's not, even, and it's not even. It's not even that. It's not like it's, it. not. it's not like even like oh. We're like hanging out all the time. Like I'm saying, like in a cordial sense, where it's like, yeah, cool. How are you? Like you're good. Like oh, blah blah blah, whatever. You yeah. can't like be best friends with your ex on some shit like that. You know. Boom. And that's what the fuck you get, stupid. This is the end um, of the podcast or whatever. Like shout out to episode five. This might be a long one, but guess what? We care about y'all, so we're giving you content, motherfuckers. And thank you everybody that dropped the question. Um. We really appreciate y'all. We might do this again, depending on how people react to this. Yeah. Like, but I, I love answering cool. questions. I love getting interviewed. That's my favorite part, you know? Yeah, facts. And I think it's great that it's questions that we can both answer. Hmm. Hand thanks, hug. Guys. Well, that's it for the podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye.